Hello, everyone, and welcome to So You Own a VW Bus, the podcast fueled by the tall tales and swashbuckling adventures of those who have had the honor of riding in, driving, or simply inhabiting a Volkswagen bus. I'm Miracle. And I'm Ryan. Last season, you met Ben, my former neighbor from Ohio, and he regaled us with tales from his booze-filled road trip with his childhood friends. At the end of Ben's interview, he gave us the contact information of some of those fellow road trippers in case we were ever in their neighborhood. As we cruised through Texas, we caught up with Tom Grimes, the brains behind the operation, the one who bought the van and concocted the plan to hot-foot it 8,000 miles across the U.S. and Canada. I don't know why I had this idea to take a cross-country trip, um, as, but I was driving by the the driveway in Woodhaven where Ben and I grew up. Uh, this guy used to work on cars outside. He did, you know, classic cars. And I saw a VW bus in his driveway, and I think it had a for sale sign. So I just pulled over my, you know, VW bug, got out, walked down the driveway, and said, hey, that's for sale. He said, yeah, 800. And I said, okay, I'll give you 300 in my car. And he said, okay. So that was it. Like we just, you know, and I just got into the, you know, the bus and took off. And I went to uh, a friend's house that night looking for some other friends. And everybody just yelled, you know, like, Tom has a van. And just everybody ran and got into it. And we just took a drive, I don't know, towards the beach, towards Rockaway or something. As we know from Ben's interview, this bus was bound for greater glory than evening spent on the beach. Like many of us who want to take to the road, there are responsibilities to contend with, like asking for time off from your employer. No, I had mapped it out. You know, I don't know really why. I I, I don't know. I, I have really no idea what I was thinking, which is not unusual for me. And I actually planned it when I had a full-time job and didn't even know if I was going to be given six weeks off. But, you know, I went into the guy. I was a night watchman in a funeral parlor and a janitor. So uh, I went in and said, hey, you know, Mr. Sheridan, I want to drive like 7,000 miles from here to the West Coast and back with my friends. I'll be gone about six weeks. Is that okay? Get somebody to cover me. And he said, yeah, that sounds like a good thing to do. So he let me go. And I came back and went back to being a janitor, a night watchman, a funeral parlor. I think that might actually be the most unbelievable part of the story. So with the time off secured. And reemployment. Yes, yes, and reemployment. Tom needed to assemble his Motley crew. We all knew each other from grammar school. Ben is my oldest friend in the world. I met him. We became friends on the first day of grammar school. So we've been friends for 51 years. But Tim... My uh, also close friend, and he was the first one I said, you know, let's go. And Ed, who I also met in first grade, he, Ben, and I, you know, were just friends from practically day one of grammar school. And Joe, um, uh, I forced to get a driver's license, I believe, because he was 21. He was the only one of us who was 21. I was 19. But you had to be 21 to buy alcohol in Canada. So we were not going to go across the border without somebody who could buy alcohol. So he needed a driver's license. So even though he couldn't drive and he never drove, he just 
left during a lot of trip when we were on the road. Uh, he had to get one. Ed was practically blind, but he didn't wear bring his glasses. I said, he said, I'll drive. And I said, what's that sign say? It was about 100 feet away. He said, what sign? I said, you're not driving. Uh, Tim didn't have a license. I also just drove, even when we were home, like, you know, um, I was just the guy who drove. But one night I was just really whipped and, I don't know, it was 10, 11 o'clock at night, and we were on the West Coast, and Ben just said, hey, Tom, you're really exhausted, I'll drive. And I said, okay, because I trusted Ben. And so he drove, like, straight through the night. I remember opening my eyes a couple of times and seeing him from the back, like, you know, turning the wheel like a bus driver. <laughs> I think we were, like, perilously close to the coast uh, at a certain point. But he drove from San Francisco down to uh, California, to, like, Anaheim or something like that. These four friends struck out on their... Four friends, plus one. Yeah, five, but like one person was just kind of like meat. <laughs> he didn't really belong on the trip. Um, and I guess Ben laughed a lot when he did the podcast with you guys. And I guess I feel the same way, partially because it's 48 years ago, but and also recalling some of the stupid things we did. Yeah, Pete, he asked me like really like at the last minute and he was the brother of Tim's girlfriend, who I guess maybe put the squeeze on Tim, like Pete really wants to go. And I was like, because I was like, there's really no room, but it was like, I really want to go. And I was like, um, okay. And he shouldn't have been with us. I mean, he didn't say anything of any use, like whatsoever. I don't think he, he, he just ate, you know, he basically that's what he did. Ate and, uh, I don't know, uh, drizzled some incredibly hot Kentucky Fried Chicken gravy down Ben's back when Ben was eating without his shirt on in a hotel room in, in, in uh, Canada where we, <laughs> he was at the desk. And uh, I thought Ben was going to kill Pete at that point. But uh, he was too hungry to get up and, and start, start to kick some shit out of him, I suppose. <laughs> Aside from Pete's hot grease incident, the group seemed to hold up pretty well. There was no drama in our relationships. Like, we never had fights. We never had arguments. Like, not once. None of us ever got mad at one another. Probably that's why we were able to survive a 7,000-mile cross-country trip in a VW van. Tom is an accomplished author who graduated from the Iowa Writers' Workshop. So he knows that if there's no drama in the relationships, they need to find drama elsewhere. There's some literary, you know, things too. We had like all these Vonnegut and Steinbeck books on the dashboard. And then we actually went to find Marlon Brando's house, which we did find, uh, but it was behind a big gate. Uh, and then we tried to tear down the Myrtle Avenue sign in... Uh, in Woodhaven, uh, because we went to uh, look for Henry Miller, who was like an idol of ours at the time. And uh, uh, we wanted to deliver the Myrtle Avenue sign to him. 
Uh, but unfortunately, I don't think we could deface the city of New York's property. We were trying to very strenuously, but it just they had secured the sign to the post pretty, pretty well. I think Joe was a real baseball fan. He wanted to go to see Nolan Ryan pitch in Anaheim while we were there. I believe he did, but Tim Ed and I went to see Deep Throat because you couldn't see it in New York, you know? And it was like this huge deal, you know? Like, so just, we were like, what's the fuss about? So we went to see Deep Throat and got chained into a, a parking lot somehow. And I just had to just, you know, kind of gun it and drive, drove through the fence to get when we left. I think that counts as drama. I should think so. There is some disagreement amongst these longtime friends, though, and it stems from Ben's episode. Ben said he would never do it again. I think he said it to you guys during the podcast. Yeah. He could never do it. And, you know, actually right after I listened to the podcast, I got online and started looking at VW vans again. But they have like some like, you know, deluxe models at this point, you know. And I thought, yeah, I'd, I'd do it again probably. We probably wouldn't camp out every night. Um, we probably stay in hotels, um, so it wouldn't be quite the same. But I think it would be kind of actually interesting for the four of us. I don't know where Pete is, but he's not coming. But, uh, you know, for the four of us to get on the road and spend like, you know, six six weeks on the road together, I think it would be a fun thing to do in our late 60s, you know. So maybe... Um, Maybe for our 70th birthday, maybe we'll uh, pull together and and do a 50th anniversary tour. You know, like some old rock band that like broke up, you know, and had like a two album career in the late 60s or something. And we'll just go on tour, you know, something like that. A reunion tour. Yes. I hope they do it. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, Ed's back is out um, right now. Um, Joe, of course, died. Uh, and Ben, um, talked to him yesterday. So he was thinking of buying, uh, like, a lawnmower he could sit on and ride around. And he was like, I don't know. I said, but what are you, are you using a push mower? He said, well, yeah. I said, how do you mind? You know, you're 68 years old. Buy, <laughs> John, go on eBay and buy one. You know, and, you know, don't have a heart attack or throw your back out. This sounds weird. You know, this is like the, the opposite end of the trip. You know, when we were 19, we didn't think we could die. Now, most of us know we can die and kind of consider that we could die like any minute or, you know, the next blood test will tell you you have three months to live kind of thing. So I think it'd be I think it'd be really interesting to get to know each other at that level of intimacy. I mean, we slept next to each other, you know, for six weeks. You know, we shared hotel rooms, we shared beds, sleeping bags. You know, five inches from one another's face. You know, we're breathing into one another's faces, and that's how close we were. And we love each other. Fifty years later, it's kind of amazing to have Zoom calls every few weeks. You know, Ben and Tim and me. 
Not Pete. Not Pete. Not Pete. Okay, I have to say it. Pete, if you're out there listening, we would love to hear your side of the story, too. We would make a detour to get that story. Tom, it was a pleasure to meet you and get another perspective on this epic bus adventure. And if you do decide to do a reunion tour, keep our friends at Go Westie in mind for all of your bus needs. Thank you to the Jan Machowski Foundation for keeping us on the road during this 49-state adventure. To see where we are and what we're up to, check out our website or Instagram, On the Road with Addie. Until next time, friends. 